Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. What's up, Building Years? This is Jeremiah Watkins. What's going on? Hey, what's up? It's Justin Alexio. You sound pretty urban this week. Yeah, man. You know, I like to, you know, I like to switch it up every week. Uh, and speaking of urban, my boy Justin Alexio went and saw the one, the only Eminem live in concert. How was that, dude? It was one of the best experiences of my life. Peter was like, "This was awesome," because I took Peter Banachowski, who's been on the podcast before. Uh, man, it was crazy. I. Uh, my vision blurred a little bit from how happy I was. I got kind of scared. I don't know if I've ever gotten that happy. Dude, before. it was, I mean, I've taken, you know, I've taken ecstasy one time. And uh, it felt like that. But I was not on drugs. Really? So, uh, yeah, I started getting, you know, my head, you know, it got tingling in the back of my head. And, oh, boy, it was just. I was getting flashbacks. Like he played Square Dance, which came out like when I was eleven, and I remembered the that's first. The, that's the that's do now. Yes, right? yeah, that's one of the most the most lyrical songs. And uh, I remember I heard that for the first time in Australia because uh, I bought his CD there because my mom wouldn't let me have it, and I was on a trip in Australia, and they let their kids buy the albums. They don't have parental advisory laws there, really. So, uh, so you were just jealous. Dude, I was like, I got the Eminem show. I get to listen to it for two whole weeks uh, without my mom being around. So I was just getting flashbacks. Dude, it was great. And Rihanna was great. I, I was like, I knew all of Rihanna's songs. So is Eminem and Rihanna in concert? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did she do a full set then? Yeah, they both did like an hour and 20. Now, did Eminem come out before or after her? Or how does that work? It was cool. They came out together. Oh, to sing Monster? No, to sing uh, a song off Rihanna's album. Oh, okay. They had together. Then they both did a song each with the other, like, hype manning. And then Eminem went away. And then for an hour and 20, Rihanna played. And then Eminem came on. Then they kind of did some stuff together. And then they closed uh, together. Dude, that sounds like an amazing concert. Dude, it was it was crazy. It was awesome. So I highly recommend it. Uh, if you come into your cities, go to New York and Detroit. Go, go see that. I'm hyping you up, Eminem. Give me, giving you some love, dude. That sounds so dope. You know what's awesome? This is our third podcast, I think, recording in here. And uh, usually, I'm looking around, seeing Maya walk around, being real quiet, and she's nowhere to be found right now. Okay, guys, here's something strange that kind of happened that I have to talk about on this podcast. Okay. So right now we're recording this podcast a little bit earlier than usual. It's a Sunday night. We're recording it. Uh, I just got back in from Kansas. Uh, I was supposed to be get in on Monday, August 11th uh, at 1.30 p.m. I got an email on Friday, which was the same day as my sister's wedding while I was in Kansas, that said that I had a call back for Jack in the Box at 11.30 a.m. on Monday. Wait, so when did you find out that you had a call back? On Friday. On Friday, okay. So I called uh, <laughs> our agency, talked to Max, and he's like, all right, just found out that the session only goes until 2 p.m. What time do you get in? And I was like, I get in at 1.30. He's like, oh, call me when you land, but that's pretty close. So I decided to change my flight to Sunday <laughs> night so I could go at my correct time because I felt like the last callback that I rescheduled, I felt bad <laughs> that I had to do that. 
I knew that I didn't get it as soon as I walked in because I was like, you were that guy that was, was that causing him hassle. That was causing him a hassle, and it was later than everybody else. So that I felt like they had already cast it. Yeah, like I was like just being seen, just to be seen. Yeah. So, so this time things are like you're different. This time I'm like I don't want that because I fit the description really well in this particular ad for Jack in the Box. I'll be talking to a puppet if I get it. Anyway, <laughs> so I changed it. It was like ninety bucks. The weird thing is, it's not a puppet. It's isn't it Jack? It's a Jack like puppet. Oh, I thought it was like actual Jack. I, like, I, be- I don't think so. I think it's like a Jack puppet. Oh, I, I didn't, guys. I did not get a callback for this commercial. I did not read the <laughs> description well. <laughs> well, in Justin's defense, it's only one line, so it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. No piggy. But the weird thing is, is that my girlfriend Maya is still in Kansas with my family, and I'm here in LA with Justin, and that's just kind of strange. But my family's super cool and chill. But I feel like probably it's maybe a little bit weird for Maya. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be weird. weird for anybody. It's weird. It's weird. Wouldn't that be weird for anybody? It's, yeah, I would not want to stay with somebody else's family when while they're not the there. significant other's not there. Yeah. Well. Have fun, Maya. Now I, I just gotta fun. book this man. <laughs> What's gonna be like? Fuck! Here goes ninety dollars. Yeah, no, but, but I you had won't to... feel like that. It's better than not spending ninety dollars and just let think every couple of days. Like, wish I would have gone. But I was inspired by this guy named Justin Alexio. Uh, tell tell me what was the process behind you getting an audition and you flying uh, out out of state for this audition. Let's get into that. Uh, right. That happened on Monday of last week, right? Yeah. It's for uh, a new film. I don't know. I guess I won't say the name, but it's like a big time director. Sure. Um, so I get the uh, the C-mail notification, which is basically the audition notification. I call my agent. I'm like, I'm like uh, okay. So he's like, just put it on table. Send it. I open up the thing. And the first thing the casting director writes in there is, this is very difficult to put on tape. Uh, you can come to Austin if you want because um, it's just an interview. They want to just interview people. Yeah. Not because I guess the role is, you know, so big that they don't even do auditions for the first one. So they're just like, interview. And I was like, I read the description and it's like college kid, fun college kid that, you know, could party and uh, has long facial hair, uh, long hair, can convincingly play sports on camera, which I can do. And then uh, this is uh, set in 1980. Must look like he's from 1980. And I was like, oh, my God, this is perfect. Yeah, you're like, this so, is me. And if I could have sent a tape, I would. But I was like, I got to just go it to It specifically Austin. said no tapes. Yeah. So I, was like, it, uh. I was like, all right, I'll go to Austin. Fuck it. <laughs> so I went to Austin, and uh, I think the audition went really well. I had them. It was like they interviewed me for like 15 minutes. Uh, I was just making them laugh the whole time. And then afterwards, they're like, thank you so much for coming out. You were so funny. Uh, there won't be a – we won't have callbacks in the time that you're here, but uh, we'll be in touch. They got my L.A. contact information. So I'm actually glad I went there. Um, and there were some other people that flew out there too, so I guess everyone thought it was big enough to pay for a ticket. Yeah. How so, much was your plane ticket for? Oh God, it was 460 460 for Austin? Yeah. And then on top of that, what kills me is – the Ubering around because you don't have a car and I have oh, to get around yeah. ten to that. I spent like another one twenty. So did, did you? Were you at least able to stay with friends while yeah, you're there? I had a friend of a friend, so I didn't know this person. Oh, I didn't know anybody there. Yeah. I was like, I cannot spend any more money. 
How long were you in town for? I was there. Well, because my agent's like, go there. The audition's Tuesday, so I flew in Monday night. And he's like, stay there as late as you can. Yeah. In case we can get Just to a callback. Yeah. So I stayed there to Thursday night. So three days. And then the people I was staying with, they're like, hey, you can stay here for free, but like, we don't got a bed. So I was like literally sleeping on the floor, on a hardwood floor. <laughs> but I was like, worth it. <laughs> worth yeah. it. I don't have any more money. But it's one of those things where you have to look at it like if you end up booking this, then that's such a good investment. Oh, yeah. And if not, you're at least on these casting people's radars for these bigger movies. Yeah, dude, and it was crazy because I, I thought it was going to be a casting office. It was We were at the, their studio. I was like at a movie studio. Oh, really? So, yeah, it was, you know, they had all the movies they shot recently, and I was like. Dude, isn't that kind of intimidating whenever you, you walk in and, you're, and you see, like, either TV shows or movies that they've already yeah. produced? You're like, frick, this is the <laughs> real thing. Yeah, I'm in the real deal. Like, uh, I always think it's, and what freaks me out more is, like, seeing other actors panic, like, doing their, jumping around and, like, you know, getting yeah. all psyched Tr- out. Trying to get in, yeah, out, trying to get outside of their own head before they go in the audition. Yeah. No, uh, it was fun. I mean, we'll find out probably maybe this week or the next week if I get a call back. But I'm glad I did it. I was just hanging around by myself in Austin. Met a bunch of cool people. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, yeah, it was worth it. Good, dude. How was your sister's wedding? You said you uh, you didn't get emotional. I think I would cry if I saw my sister get married. Uh, I maybe got close at one point, but uh, I haven't cried in a while. I don't know. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. Well, is the last time still you cried when your computer died? Uh, no, I didn't cry when my computer died. I, I cried when my family chipped in to give me a, oh, la- okay. a laptop, and I... I've opened up a new computer basically and I was like, This is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Which is strange because uh yeah, I I, I mean this is kinda I like uh, <laughs> this is kinda weird. I like wanted to cry at some points during my uh my nana's funeral, but my like tear ducts wouldn't let me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Which I don't know why, uh do you not cry a lot? Like, how many times do you really, you've cried in your lifetime? Oh, in my lifetime? Yeah. Outside of, like, getting, like, hit in the face <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, God, I don't care. <laughs> I, I mean, it's got to be under oof, 25 times of, like, yeah, which is, like, kind of messed up, I guess. I don't know. I don't cry. I mean, I, I can get to the point where I can stop it if I want to, but there's been some points where I'm like, it just feel better if I cry. But I could, I've never, I don't really get overcome with crying. Oh, no, I definitely, lately, I'm like, just cry. It'll feel better. <laughs> and it's, it's this weird thing where my eyes will fill up with tears and then my body won't let me. I think, yeah, I think like. Uh, I'll probably, the next time I cry, it'll probably be one of those. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like whenever you just are a mess. Yeah. It'll probably be the next time. I cried a little bit when I broke up with my last girlfriend, but I did it so she, because she was like, you don't care about me. And I was like, just cry so she could see that you care about her. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, the actor, Alexio. But the time before that, I hadn't cried in like five years. And I was like, I just need to do it. It'll be healthy. So I was just sobbing in my closet for no reason. It was something so little. And I was like, just cry. Cause, and, uh, and I almost threw up. <laughs> oh, you're crying that hard? Yeah. It was, yeah. But it felt really good afterwards. Yeah. I need to cleanse the old ducks out. <laughs> make that happen. 
Uh, no, it was uh, to get back to my sister's wedding. It was a beautiful wedding. Uh, it went really smooth, and uh, everybody had nothing but nice things to say about it, and she was a uh, beautiful bride. It was uh, very, very nice to see her marry a, a good dude, and I think that they are going to stay together for a very long time, hopefully. Hopefully forever. Uh, hopefully forever, <laughs> uh, which I think they will. I think they both love each other very much, and uh, I'm happy for them that they found each other. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. Do you think she's going to be like, have kids soon? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. It's already on the Yeah, table. I think she will have kids within two years for sure. Like, for sure, if not sooner. Did... uh. Was it weird watching it with Maya? Because I would be nervous to watch a wedding with like my longtime Dude, girlfriend. Dude, of course, <laughs> Maya caught my sister's bouquet that she threw, <laughs> and then Maya just turned around with this devilish <laughs> grin and what and came to hug and kiss me. And I'm like, "You've got to be kidding me!" <laughs> I was like, "She's like, she's like, I caught it. I really wanted to see your face if I caught this bouquet." And I was just like. Which, for people who don't know, if you catch the bride's bouquet as a woman, you're supposed to be the next person who gets married at that wedding. So that's why it was such a thing. And then uh, the the garter thing. That, yeah. Uh, like, I stood in the back, and I didn't even go for <laughs> it. I don't know if it's been done in a movie or not, but I thought it was just like, like, a, uh, like the, the garter being like, coming your way and then just like with a flamethrower just, <laughs> <laughs> just lighting it on fire didn't even go for yeah it. Dude, that's funny uh well my other brothers last wedding when they did the garter thing they were i didn't want to get up for it and then the mc was like all the people was like justin's single he's definitely single he's always single every time he comes into town and i was like jesus christ guys like, easy it guys. was embarrassing yeah He's so. always single. Good grief whenever he comes <laughs> to the town. Yeah, so well, so got a good little week. Got to rest up for your audition. Going to do anything special in the room tomorrow? He's going to do the same thing. I'm going to try to do the same thing for the most part. I hope that dog isn't sh- showing up on this podcast. Anyway, new neighbors, guys. <laughs> still figuring out the best times to record this and whatever. I think I'm going to do the same thing tomorrow at the audition. Uh, the first audition I went in almost clean shaven and the breakdown said like unshaven and unkempt. So I'm, I'm definitely going to look even more yeah. scraggly than before. And, uh, hopefully just try to charm them and be like, we want to work with this guy. Oh my God. Work it. Um, I forgot to tell you, I had an audition. So I, I booked out Monday through Friday, Okay, but then I got an audition on Friday and I didn't want to audition on friday because of eminem i knew how to get there at one yeah so i get the audition it's at two <laughs> so peter peter who i Banachowski, who went with me he was like i was he's like i got a, he got, i got a job interview at 2 30 and i was like dude well just meet me there and he's like nope canceled the job interview <laughs> so <laughs> so i was like i can't go to this audition peter canceled a job interview <laughs> so, <laughs> So I get there and I get this audition notice like at 10 o'clock and I was like, all right, I'm just going to go there. So I went there at 11 o'clock and it was for an elf and it dressed like an elf and I couldn't find the materials in an hour. 
for an elf. Yeah. And if I would have been in town, I would have gave you my elf stuff. <laughs> you have elf stuff? <laughs> elf stuff. Well, maybe for the callback. Yeah. Uh, but I just, I show up there and I just start getting yelled at by the casting director. Like, why aren't you an elf? And I was like, I don't know because I couldn't find it in an hour. Everyone else had got the audition notice the night before and could find stuff. Oh, okay. So I just had a green shirt and I was like, Oh, this is so Hollywood. I'm getting yelled at for this elf. Again, and they, they had little elves there and like full on Santas. So I went in the room. Everyone's in elf costume and it's like full on Santa. And I'm just in a green shirt and black pants. Oh, man. Okay. Well, at least you wore a green shirt. You're like, hey, I'm thinking of, I'm doing as much as I can here. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. I uh, Did I talk to you about Benji's birthday party in the last episode? I can't remember. Uh, the one where you guys all ate pizza? No. He had his birthday party. Did I not talk about this I on the last podcast? So. No? Okay, so Maya and I went to Benji Aflalo's, uh, who has also been on this podcast, his birthday party on Sunday in Beverly Hills at his grandma's place. So I haven't <laughs> talked to you about this at all yet? Okay. That's a funny premise. Yes. So Beverly Hills, his grandma is very wealthy. And I was like, all right, this is probably going to be a nice party. We pull up outside. There's valet. Oh, Jesus. Like, oh, boy. Here, here, here it here, starts. Here it goes. It, it, it begins. We do the valet thing. We walk in through the house. It's like a mansion. Of course. Super nice. And we go outside to the back, and it's literally... I felt like I was in the movie Blank Check at that <laughs> party where he has all the money. <laughs> and it's just like this, just just spending for no reason, just everywhere. Yeah. You look across, there's a pool in the backyard, first of all, and this waterfall with fish and all this oh, stuff in Jesus. it. Jesus. And uh, there, it looks like wedding tables there's numbers all over these tables different sections these really nice round tables with white tablecloth over it and party favors there's fiji water there's perrier at every table there's lotto scratcher tickets as party (laughs) favors in every single cup at every single table you look across the pool and one station is a hot dog station with a guy uh cater like uh, that has catered different kinds of hot dogs and sausages. In the middle, there's uh, a Mexican uh, table with different tortillas and tacos and steak, chicken, and beef. And then on the third table on the right is a sushi table with all this extremely nice like sushi, sushimi, all all these different kind of rolls. Uh, I mean, over 100 like after... um, like throughout the day, you know what I mean? Like the Jeez. people came yeah. there probably over a hundred and, uh, we can't believe we can't, my and I are like, this is crazy. I cannot believe how much money went into this. Cause all, and everything there's waiters and waitresses everywhere that were part of the catering company. So there's wow. people going around checking to make sure everything, everybody's doing fine, doing okay. Cleaning plates off tables. Once you're done, like as soon as you're done, and uh, then It's a Small World starts playing, <laughs> and Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse come out. Wow. And they start taking pictures with everybody. With adults? This is an adult party? Yeah. <laughs> and we just start laughing, and I felt like I was tripping or in a weird dream because yeah. all of this. And then Dan Madoni and I, we decided to be the least classy people at the party. 
and we went swimming and nobody else went swimming. <laughs> and we had all these rich people looking at us like, oh, look how sad it is. They've never seen a pool before. <laughs> getting in a free dip. So we were dancing. And there's a DJ. There's, a, of course, a DJ that was playing music. So we were synchronized dancing in the pool while all these rich people and everybody else looked at us. And of course, Jeremiah. I would not expect anything less of you. It was pretty fun. And but, there's a bouncy castle. Oh I forgot God. about that. I forgot how awesome that was. Uh, and I jumped in that. How much food did you eat? You're like, Ugh. Dude, I got almost sick. I ate so much. <laughs> and then I did a show later that night. I thought I was going to throw up before. I pooped two times before I went up. Jesus. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you made it through that. Beverly Hills, don't you think like just having that much money? It's crazy how close we are to the money. Yeah. It's very strange uh, how close... Uh, wealth and poverty is in Los Angeles. <laughs> and we are on the poverty side. <laughs> Way closer to the poverty side. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh that was fun. And then I had some uh some pretty good shows this week. I I talked to uh the new talent coordinator, Adam Egot, about So is uh, he it now? Yeah, he's a new guy. And I talked to him. Uh, I won't get into like the details. I'll tell you about it a little bit later after the podcast. But right. uh, I feel be- better. I feel okay. like comforted now that I've at least had that talk with him because I was I was kind of like, where am I? What's my standing here now? Like, yeah. I'm, I know I won't have to start over, but like, where do I stand with the comedy store and all that? But. I'm optimistic, guys. All right. We'll see. All that's right. All, that's all I'll say. I don't know. And, uh, yeah, then did some other random shows. While I was in Kansas, I ate some good barbecue. I had this new thing called, uh, or not a new thing, but to me, it's habanero pickles. I've heard of those. I never had it. Dude, it was really good. They're like spicy pickles. Oh. Like they look like speared dill pickles but they taste like spicy it's freaking good i don't know good man i uh i had some shows i had a weird show where i uh i don't think i talked about this yet where i did i talk about the pizza show the pizza show yeah no is it uh maddie's pizza party that show no no where i did it at the, the pizza shop oh no let's talk about it where i just they didn't know stand-up was gonna happen oh no and I just show up there, and uh, I started getting, like, these teenage girls were giving me nothing. And then there was, like, an eight-year-old in the crowd. An eight-year-old? <laughs> so Good I was like, what is happening? Um, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was one of those shows. I also did a show. I saw uh, Seton Smith out here. He just moved out here from New York. If you guys don't know who he is, he's going to be on Mulaney this uh fall on fox he's super funny man and i love like when people are good and they're just talking about comedy like conceptually like what he thinks and stuff yeah and he's just like it's all reacting to me it's like what am i it's like not necessarily the the situation it's like what is my feeling behind it which is kind of like how i look at it too so i'm uh i'm actually really looking forward to Mulaney on Fox. What about you? Yeah, man. I mean, I also know Perlman in there, too. Yeah. I've known Perlman. We got to have him on the podcast. We we said forever ago that we we're going to try to have him on the I know, podcast. I, I got to text him. 
I texted him. I texted him the last time I asked him. He's like, I'm in. I'm filming in New York. Yeah, he's probably super busy. Yeah. So he said he wants to do it though. Um, yeah. So I'll try and get him on. He, he do he? Yeah. He used to date my old roommate, and uh, he used to, in order to make my roommate, you know, be a good guy to him, he would make. A, he made me the best pancakes I've ever had. They had little Reese's pieces in them. That sounds incredible. And he was just like, I got this. <laughs> he just made. Because there was like four guys in the house. He made me, Tommy, James, and Lauren all these pancakes. <laughs> We're just eating on a Saturday morning. It was so funny. Oh, man. That sounds so good. Pancakes right now. You know what's also crazy is uh, when I was talking to Seed, he's like, yeah, I was only in New York three years and he got on that TV show. I mean, he's been doing comedy for a long time in D.C. But I was like, happens fast. It just reminded me. Yeah, did did I tell you that uh, about Brady Matthews and Amir Kay? Mm-mm. They're both testing for SNL this week. Or sorry, Brady Matt. Excuse me, guys. I I was thinking of Amir Kay. I just talked to him. Excuse me. Brady Matthews and Andrew Santino are testing for Saturday Night Live this week. Okay. Yeah. And your uh, your tape is in. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think I'm auditioning this year. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> nope. hear, hear anything back. I mean, you had to have heard back this week, you think? Dude, the chance of me getting a call and then being like, we got to see you this week. <laughs> that, the, <laughs> I mean, I like my tape and everything, but I don't believe in it that much where it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? Get this kid in the room. Get this kid in the room. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a really good tape, but <sighs> I don't know. Like, I. Slightly missed the boat again this year, Justin. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I mean, what else? What else could I mean, you have done okay. differently? Here's the thing with Saturday Night Live. I feel like they want to discover you, but they also don't want to be like you have no credits. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you gotta have some momentum, and right now this little boy is stagnant. Right now, <laughs> I mean. If you don't count my coffee being commercial, guys, <laughs> I have nothing going on <laughs> So, do you know, which is strange because more people have told me that they've seen that coffee being commercial in L.A. Outside of L.A., I don't think anybody's seen it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've had so many people that have seen that or, like, texted me, like, a picture of their computer. Yeah. Which is, it was awesome, but I'm like, not getting paid for all I'm this not usage. Paid. <laughs> It'd be so much nicer. The worst thing about it is people think I'm getting mad money. Oh it. yeah, and they're like, like oh. you're everywhere. I'm like, I'm so broke. You have no idea. Yeah. Oh god. So I gotta get this Jack in the Box commercial down. <laughs> Ninety dollar gamble. Uh. Did I? I mean, did you miss any auditions whenever you flew out to Austin? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, I haven't been, I haven't been on TV audition since May. So trying to fix that, but, uh, no, commercially they didn't, I don't think I got anything. So no, I didn't miss anything. First time ever. Guys, I've got the LA curse. Every time I go out of town, I missed an audition for the show Castle. <laughs> and I missed an opportunity to do another weekend with Bobby Lee. Oh Jesus. I, like, I think that's the last like three man. times. Right? What, the last three times I've gone out of town? You've missed something? Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Because in December, we our first group audition, I missed for that commercial. Yeah, that's right. And then whenever I went back for my sister's graduation, I missed a couple things. And then this time, missed a couple things. 
It's just the nature of the beast, dog. Which you got to have a life and family, though, outside of this That's business. That's true. But are you done uh, going out of town for the rest of the year? No, unfortunately. I'll be uh, oh, you got gone that a weekend. week. Uh, Vegas. Yeah, which I just found out that I'm going to be there now eight days instead of seven days because uh, I'll be filling in for Fraser Smith on Sunday. So I'll be there from Sunday to Sunday now doing Jesus. shows. So I'll be doing 16 shows. What are you going to do with all your time? Dude, I better... I I gotta write some new material. Yeah, like I like not that I haven't. I mean, I've been writing other material lately. I I guess I've been neglecting writing new stand up material because I've gotten a chunk of time that works now, and I'm like, well, I'm not headlining anytime soon. So <laughs> yeah, I need to just, pull out the just, full fifty. <laughs> yeah, let's just you know hone this 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 fifteen to thirty right here. So now I'm like, all right, while I'm in Vegas, I need to force myself to write. Like You're going to try out new jokes in Vegas? Or are you just going to write new jokes? I'll write new jokes. I might slip in one new joke per set. Because okay. I can't get a, I mean, I'm still like... I, I mean, there are people who are... It's a Vegas show. I can't yeah. like mess around. You can't just be like... Especially as the host. I can't really try out new stuff as the host <laughs> yeah. too much. Yeah. That's why I only, piss did, off the I only did one joke that bombed the whole week I was in Vegas. And the guy who's running booth was like, Oof, what was it, that one joke? <laughs> And I was like, uh, yeah, it wasn't working. So I which had to one get was it? it? Do you still do it? Uh, I still do it. I forget which joke it was though. It bombed really hard, <laughs> like to the point where it's like a pin could drop in the room. And I was like, all right, you guys don't like that. So I was like, boom, boom, boom. And then went into a bit that I was like, for sure knew that was gonna do well. Yeah. And then closed on that. See, sometimes when I'm like in those high Vegas shows, like when the shows I'm like getting paid to do well or I need to do well. I'll just pretend, like, usually I'll address it if I do bad, but if I'm those shows, I'll just be like, no, this is just part of a really long setup for this other Yeah, if joke. you keep going, a lot of times they don't even notice, really. Right. If you're not like, da 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 Hey! <laughs> but unfortunately, a lot of my jokes are like that. They're like, guys, I need something to keep going. Give me a little applause or something. Or some woos or come on. I need some interaction here. I don't know, man. Where are you at this week? Uh, this week, I, I got a show, Ralph Guerra's show, and Camilo Alivar's show on Friday and Saturday. Uh, oh, where's that at? I don't know. I don't have my planner on me, guys, but check me out on Twitter. I know I got shows it's Friday. Like a weekend? No, it's two different shows. Oh, so okay. one on Friday, one on Saturday. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah, what about you? Dude, I'll be like... Um you know, I'll be at the comedy store on Monday night and Tuesday night for the roast battle. And I think Pat Reagan and I are going to do our song right before the roast battle on Tuesday, uh, which is, you know, tonight, whenever we drop the podcast. I'll be at Quincy Jones, Captain Planet Show, the Lexington downtown, 8 o'clock on Wednesday. And then I'll be doing a, a show with Pat Reagan in San Diego on Thursday. And then Friday, I think we're doing a Thunder Pussy. And then hopefully I'll be at the uh, the comedy store on Saturday night. And then Sunday night, uh, I'm, it's my improvised stand-up show. And that's where oh I have Amir K, Brady Matthews, Jamar Neighbors, Pat Reagan, uh, uh, Guy Branham, Sasha Abu Ali, and that's everybody that I can think of off the top of my head right now. And more. And we'll be adding a couple more uh, names. But it uh, should be a really good, fun show. So that's what's going on with uh, my week. Awesome. Thanks so much, Builders. We love you so much. Yeah, email us at thebuildingyears at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter at Justin Alexio or at Jeremiah Standup. 
We will always reply, favorite, or even retweet if we really are digging it. You know, guys? We'll retweet you. Uh, guys, you know how I said I stayed at that stranger's house in Austin? I definitely jacked off. Did it quietly, though, and his cat watched me. Just whenever I think that our outros can't get any more creepy, <laughs> it's you, the truth. You top yourself. <laughs> <laughs>